Let's just try to go super casual and see what happens. All right. All right. <laughs> 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 Sorry. Okay. <laughs> I'm actually going to put that in the podcast. All right. What's up, everybody? New episode of a new uh, podcast series, Redirecting the Conversation, uh, Redirecting the Branding. It's been a while to make another podcast. That's because we're in a whole new phase, starting from square one. This new podcast is underway, and it's called Two Dudes with Some Balls, because it's a sports podcast, and we got me and Jacob Booth. Say what's good to the people of Jacob Booth. How's it going? So, we're just keeping it simple today, keeping it light, getting it rolling. Uh if you, you're tight with us, if you follow the page, let us know what you think about the new rebranding name. We think it's hilarious, a little suspect, but we like it that way. Um, so, Booth, we're starting this one. We're going to start a little bit college football because the 12-team yeah. twelve, yeah. the 12 team expansion uh, to the college football playoffs, and you had the best take on it all. <laughs> what do you got to say about the proposal on 12 teams in the college football playoff format? I mean, it doesn't surprise me that the Pac-12 is the one coming to the table with this proposal. Um, like, I mean, you don't see the SEC talking about it because they always have at least one, if not two teams when it's a four-team playoff right now. So, of course, the Pac-12, who never gets into these things, wants one of their teams in. Like, this is not, like, surprising. <laughs> the best part about that too is like this year if you're just looking at this year the Pac-12 didn't deserve to be in it and like some mid-major schools like Coastal or like Cincinnati deserve to be in it over like I mean the Pac-12 champion this year was four and two despite a COVID year like yeah that's some weak stuff um <laughs> but if if so what it is if you don't know if it's like 12 teams six the six highest uh conference champions would get a big so all power fives and that's why the Pac-12 would be there uh, and then it'd be like like those Cincinnati's or those BYU's, like if they're the highest ranked team out of all the other conference champions, they get in the playoffs, and then it's just a plethora of rankings. But I mean, in their so, defense, like like if it's going to be a twelve team playoff, it makes sense to have like at least the five power five champions yeah. and then one mid major. Well, it's also good that they said like they didn't just say oh all power five teams get a bid and then like one other team like kind of how they do it now where it's like mm-hmm. the three best teams because the three best teams usually win their conference so then it's like the four seed is like you don't know it could be second team in the sec like you said so at least they're trying to expand it to where more teams get in and plus it's going to allow for like a bigger fan base to like get reached in the playoffs which is cool yeah i just i think like actually implementing some of this stuff is pretty difficult because like they're already talking about having like even like a like four team two game playoff like that's too much like they're saying like how are they going to implement it into the schedule like uh are they going to be traveling where's the yeah. location going to be yeah i think they said like the opening rounds would be like um the higher seed host so like bama could host whoever at their field and then once it gets back down to that like final four or whatever that's when you start implementing like the rose bowl the orange bowl like all those big uh new year's six bowls but I feel like in that case, you either uh, don't you have to start the season earlier then? Because I would assume so. I, f- I feel like it's going to cause problems with the conference championships too, like especially yeah. the SEC. It, it'll be weird. And it's in the early stages of a proposal, but I think it's just funny, mm-hmm. especially just from where we are in the Pac 12 schools. Like, yeah. It's just, it's just <laughs> what it is. You wouldn't expect anything else. Mm-hmm. Um, continuing on with our podcast, Two Dudes with Some Balls, moving on to a different ball. 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how I feel about this now. <laughs> uh, let's talk about the NBA playoffs because it's been awesome this year in the ways that, like, there's some smaller market teams that are winning events like the Suns. Obviously, the Jazz just got bounced recently with the Bucks beating the Nets, which is honestly awesome for the league because that just deflates the super team. Uh, really quick, does that hurt? Like, does that hurt the Nets' like reputation? Because like, I mean, I get it. Kyrie's hurt. Harden was hurt a little bit in the series. Like, but you have that team and you can't even make it to the conference semis. Is that a bad look for the NBA, or is it just make? Does it make it seem like the league's better now? I mean, it depends on your take on it. Like, I feel like from like a casual fan's perspective, it's almost better because like going into it, I personally felt like the Nets were just going to kind of steamroll through everyone. And now that they're out, it's like there's more interesting matchups, in my opinion. Uh, like the uh, even the Lakers, some people were thinking they could go back to back, no problem. And they got bounced in the first round. So it's just all these new matchups are very intriguing. And it's a lot of fun to watch this year in the playoffs. I, yeah, I, I agree. I think it's cool that uh, despite I hate the Clippers personally, uh, that they're winning, that they've come back from 2-0 twice. But let's talk a little bit about Suns in four, man. Obviously, the <laughs> encounter with the Nuggets. But then you showed me this video today, and we're going to clip it in our social media uh, presence for you guys out there that haven't seen it, of like two Clippers fans taking on like 20 Suns fans in the arena today. Uh, <laughs> what, I think, what? Yeah, What? <laughs> I think this test kind of shows that the uh, the Clippers fans might not be the smartest people <laughs> in the world. I don't know why you're going to someone else's <laughs> arena with you and your boy thinking you're going to run through 20 odd Suns fans and like come out of it. In not the, on the, in the video like in the video when I'm watching, dude, the, the Clippers fan like swings first and he kind of gets the gets that one Suns fan. I was like, oh, OK, like, yeah, I got him. And then, dude. He gets jumped, bro. What are you, what are you thinking, dumbass? Yeah. I mean, hey, Suns and Four, baby. Out the guy in the background, Suns and Four Part Two. <laughs> <laughs> no, but for real, if if you have a Milwaukee, even honestly, even uh, game one recording right now, Game Seven's going on between Philadelphia and Atlanta. Even if one of those teams or Milwaukee plays, say, Phoenix and they made finals, I think that's going to be super just cool because small market teams and then, like, teams that aren't traditionally in the finals. So that'd be cool. Yeah. I mean, views might be down. I don't know. I don't know how that's going to look. But I think from a fan perspective, it definitely it definitely makes it more interesting to have these new matchups. I agree. I agree. Switching to our next ball. I'm not going to slurp this time, but – uh the college world series i guess we could maybe mention a little bit myself you know yourself being a former baseball player myself being on a division one team that unfortunately didn't get a chance to go to regional <laughs> um not you know whatever uh starting up in omaha yesterday a uh, really exciting game uh vanderbilt being able to beat arizona on a walk-off uh washington boy carter young actually hit a home go-ahead home run in that game or tying home run can't remember exactly uh you're looking at the team's you just throw out a random winner. I'll say my pick. Who do you think is going to win the College World Series this year? Who do I think? Yeah. I mean, like, it's pretty easy to just go with Vanderbilt. They won yesterday. They got two of the best pitchers in the uh, the whole tournament, really. So the two best prospects, period, right? So I yeah. think it's uh, kind of hard to pick against them. I agree. I actually thought Arizona's offense was really fun to watch last night, if you watched part of that game. Um, but – 
I don't know. I I'd like to say Vanderbilt, but for some reason, I think Tennessee might be able to make a little run for it. Uh, even though they lost against Virginia today, I'd like to see a little comeback from them, and I think that is going to be my bold pick for the College World Series win. That's good. At least one of us had like a something fun different. Pick and not yeah, the basic. I, I don't want to go with the basic <laughs> one, but like it, I could easily sit here and say Vanderbilt's going to win if you follow yeah. that. Uh, and I guess what we could talk about uh, some, you know, it's crazy. Uh, I guess since we're sticking on balls with baseball, let's talk about a little bit of the sticky balls which we all love to get occasionally from time to time. Awkward silence. Yeah, no, 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 I'm in <laughs> On your own here. <laughs> uh, Tyler Glass now, Ray's star, who was in the top three people for strikeouts entering last week, uh, gets hurt, Tommy John surgery on the way, and kind of blames partially due to uh, the crackdown on foreign substances in pitching. Uh, uh, like I don't have a problem with foreign substances. I've never had a problem with it. I've seen guys from all levels, high school, junior college, division one, and then minor league or professional guys that I've been able to catch uh, over the years. Like they use it for the most part. I'd say like 50% of my team uses it, but they, I guess, yeah, I kind of hesitated on that one because Maybe I shouldn't say that. Maybe we'll cut that part. Bleep it out, you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I meant to say fifty percent of my teammates over the years have used it, but uh, yeah, yeah. now now Correcting I'm sa- now I'm saving face. But uh, <laughs> no one on your current team. Yeah, yeah. no one, no one. On. <laughs> uh, but one, MLB's doing the right thing, and I've seen guys on like TikTok. There's this one dude I don't remember his user like always is like oh this guy's cheating and does these videos and i thought for the longest time this dude was so soft and just like for doing that because like it's universally known that like that's gonna happen now but uh i i get what the mlb is doing because this is the worst statistical offensive year in terms of batting average and other new i think uh like ops and even obp like you had to do something so like i get it like you know, it's not fun. No one wants to watch baseball. And like we were talking about earlier with like basketball, like the casual fans are not going to want to watch baseball if it's just a bunch of strikeouts. Yeah, I think part of the thing that happens is like them will be like one of those years where it's like the most home runs. They changed the ball and now they, they changed the ball again right before this year. So it's it's even more of a pitcher's league this year. We've seen the most no hitters, uh, like you're saying about the stats all down. I think you almost have to do something with the ball rather than the players, just because it's impossible to regulate the players. It's like, are they supposed to not use sunscreen? Are they supposed to like, I think Trevor I, yeah. Bauer was saying something. I agree. He used, the, he used the rosin and the sunscreen. And it's like, yeah. which I think that is, should be a totally legal combination because those are two natural products. Like rosin's totally allowed. Players are allowed to wear sunscreen. I get it. It helps in a way like, okay, eliminating spider tack or pine tar or whatever other you know, foreign substance. Sure. I, I agree though. The fact that they took away, like th- if there's always going to be kind of one side of the argument to both sides, yeah. oh, there's too many home runs hitters. So pitchers are sad. Well, now there's too many strikeouts, but if I'm in the MLB and maybe it's different because I'm a position player as opposed to a pitcher and you are too, like I, I'd want to see more home runs and more doubles than more yeah. strikeouts because the, ca- the casual pa- fan, it doesn't care about the way the ball moves. Like I'm I'll sit and watch Twitter and like, you know, pitching Ninja or whatever, like driveline baseball they're tweeting all these things like you see the way spin moves and i think that's really cool but like if you're not a baseball player like no one they don't care about that like no one's gonna spend 
$25 plus to go to a ball game and want to watch that game in one to zero or two to one, you know, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So that's really all my take is on that. And for also for glass now to say, like, I'm sure maybe it did affect because you're, you're not using something you use to like normally stick with your craft. And it's kind of like your routine. If you break your routine, you put yourself or preparation, you put yourself at risk for injury, but to say like, he said, like the balls are like dusty and he's like, you got to have something like, I don't buy that. Sh- like, I don't buy that shit. Like you, you, you get the nicest like they quality. Rub, they rub mud on it before yeah, the kids. Yeah, there's like, mud. You, yeah. You're sweat. I, I guess you're sweating. Maybe that's the argument, but like, you have the nicest quality tools at that level mm-hmm. to say that it's like, you can't say, I get it. You're saying you got hurt, you got hurt, whatever. But like the balls don't like, I don't think that's a good excuse, but yeah, they, I think, they do have to find a middle ground. Yeah. I think his point about make the change in the off season rather than the middle of the season was like kind of what the MLB needs to focus on because it is kind of tough to implement a big change like this in the middle of a season. Right. Like Especially when you've been prepping all off season and then, Coming exactly. back, coming back almost from a shorter season, especially in their mm-hmm. case, the Rays, uh, with the World Series being a little bit later this year than it has been mm-hmm. in the past. Um, lastly, just a little bit fun to end on the podcast. Uh, the City Connect uniforms have been popping up on the MLB. Let's just talk about them. With like, do you like the idea? They're different. Do you think they're different than basketball? Do you think they're like? I mean, I think it's pretty similar to basketball idea, and like that's totally fine. Like. They look good. They look nice, but it's like kind of weird seeing like a team with like the colors you associate with them have these like new colors all of a sudden. Like uh, the uh, I mean, no, this doesn't apply to every single one, but like the Diamondbacks have that kind of tannish color, like the yeah. desert. But I, I do like them. I think it's a nice kind of uh, add on to the yeah to each team. I think the hardest pill I guess not. I don't want to say hardest pill, but hardest ball. No, <laughs> hardest thing to swallow. <laughs> uh, is the fact that um like the red Sox, they what they use theirs for like the boston marathon one but like seeing that team historically blue and red like you can close your eyes and associate that with not even thinking about it the casual fan the non-existent fan knows what colors red Sox are like seeing them in our yellow jersey is kind of weird for the first time but i think yeah. that's also like how it is for the nba like it took some getting used to when those city because i remember like when the city uniforms first became a thing when nike took over the nba sponsorship like it was kind of weird some of the teams seeing them and like some and no one really no one really liked them when they first dropped so yeah i think the mlb is actually handling these ones in a better way and nike had that trial and error with the nba what i would like to see and this is just my personal take on it is that they keep them for multiple seasons like the nba yes. they change them every season right yeah only certain uh, teams have kept it for more than one year yeah uh, so like if you're going to implement these like new jerseys and they look cool like keep them for more than one year yeah and, like, so fans buy it and keep can keep wearing them you know yeah i think that's kind of my thing uh while we talk about it if you've you've seen them what which one would you if you had you know someone gave you like 150 dollars to go buy one specifically buy a city connect jersey which one do you buy uh, i mean i talked about the diamondbacks one earlier so that's uh that's definitely probably my favorite right now. The The Chicago White Sox is kind of a toss-up between those two, but I really like both of them. What about you? You're, was, uh, you're kind I, of the expert on this topic. I was definitely going to say, uh, myself being as hard as I am, I'd probably buy the Southside Chicago jerseys because I'm a real hard, got-it-out-the-mud-trenches kid. Um, there you so, go. 
Yeah, I will. I'll tell you what, though. I'll, I'm definitely going to buy a Mariners one when they drop. So I haven't even seen them yet. They, I mean, there's no leaks on them or anything. Oh, there isn't. So, okay, yeah, I, so I'm not yeah. slacking too much. Then. No, no, no. But I think uh, that is good for today, right? All right. Yeah. Uh, let us know uh, what's going on. If you like it, we should, we're going to start a TikTok. Could be sus. Do some dances. You yeah. Know. <laughs> it could be it could be sus. Um, but that's the point of the podcast now. It's uh if you stumble upon this podcast looking for something else, you'd be wrong. But it is called Two Dudes with Some Balls. So it's it's a sports podcast still. So uh I hope you guys had fun listening to it today. Any last words for the viewers, Booth? Uh no, you know, it's been uh it's been a good time, you know. First take and a lot of fun. <laughs> fun. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> Have a great time. See y'all.